From dumpster fire to silver lining, this episode is for you, no matter who you are. Whether you're a high school student, university student, midway through your gap year, you're an educator, you're a parent, this is some tips and tricks in terms of looking back at 2020 and understanding what happened and learning how you can move yourself forward. So sit down with a piece of paper, a cup of coffee or tea, and spend 20 minutes with me to look through what happened and how we can use that to make 2021 feel a little bit better. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Gap Year Podcast, where we explore the who, what, where, when, and why of gap years. It's real people sharing their stories, ideas, and experts diving deep into how you can make the right decisions in order to have a meaningful gap year. This is the place to be no matter where you are on your gap year journey. I'm Michelle Dittmer, your resident gap year expert. Let's jump right in. Welcome to the Gap Year Podcast. My name is Michelle Dittmer and I'm your host and Gap Year expert. We are starting to round out 2020 and what a year it has been. I can't believe it's December. It has seemed like the longest and the quickest year on record. And I'm sure you're probably feeling something like that too. Now, no matter what your last year looked like, whether you are a high school student or a university student or this was your gap year or you're a parent or an educator, so many unexpected things have happened to shake up our lives this year. And I wanted to provide you with some guiding principles for looking back at this year and not in the very magical way, looking for the silver lining, all everything is rainbows and butterflies, because this year maybe looked a little bit more like a dumpster fire than uh, rainbows and butterflies. So This is really a realist look back on this year, and I want to help you to reflect on all the things that have happened and share with you some of the things that I've learned about myself and that I'm taking away from this year. And in order to do this, we're going to be using a a tool or a theory that is rooted in experiential learning and experiential education. And this is decades old, but it's an oldie but a goodie. And it is by uh, a thinker uh, by the name of Kolb, and it's his experiential learning cycle. And it's one of the key theories that we use uh, when building gap year experiences because it really connects the what happened with what does that mean for me. So we're going to simplify this down into basically three steps, the what, the so what, and the now what. And that's really what I want to help you work through um, by thinking through what has happened in 2020. So the first step is the what. We need an objective look back at what actually happened this year. What did you actually do? And you need to take away the emotion. You need to take away all of those feelings, all of the other things that, that kind of cloud our thoughts when we look back at the year. And you need to look at it very objectively. And I want you to write out a giant list. 
And it's probably going to be more than you think. There has been so much that has happened this year, even though we've been at home for a good chunk of it. And I bet you in your list, you'll start to see some things that you forgot about. Good stuff and bad stuff. But I want you to remember to keep this very objective. What were the things that happened? So I'll take you through a list for me. And it was shocking that all of these things have happened in the span of 12 months. I left my stable employment to work on Gap Year full time. So great timing, just pre-pandemic, leaving a stable job and jumping into full-time entrepreneurship. Um, I started the year with a health crisis that had me in the hospital several times uh, in emergency. I had uh, the global pandemic hit and I had to cancel 36 in-person gap year events that had been sponsored and scheduled coast to coast from Halifax to Vancouver Island. Had to cancel those on a dime uh, and refund tons of money to folks who were going to join me on that. I had to transition into full-time parenting responsibilities as my kids were pulled out of school and daycare. And I was able to, during that time, to create a, a portal, an online portal, with support, the support of some incredible interns for the Gap Year certification. I created an online community for Gap Year professionals. I expanded the online information session offerings that we offer all the time. So if you are thinking about gap years, make sure you get out and attend one of those. I hired my first employee on a short-term contract, which was really exciting. We hosted the first ever gap year frosh week. I spoke at many industry-leading conferences on the idea of a gap year, and I was able to launch and deliver 30 episodes of this very podcast. Um, so that list is way longer than I thought it would be, and, and it will be the same for you as you sit down with that pen and paper and really list all the things out. Now, if I was just to go off the top of my head and make a list, I would probably come up with two or three things. But sitting down with a pen and paper actually made me look at things in a different way. And I was able to actually feel good about that. That's a lot of things that I was able to do when I peel back that emotion. Now, the emotion comes into step number two. Um, and this is where we take that list of what's that we just created and we're moving to the so what phase. So what do these experiences actually mean? What did you learn about yourself? And what did you learn about the world around you? So let's start with what did you learn about your strengths? Um, what were some of the things that showed up for you that you really were able to lean on in this year? What were some of the things that really came to the surface and allowed you to lead yourself through all of these difficult times and all these changes that were being thrown up at you? What were some of those strengths that showed up for you? You might also have some things that popped up for you that you maybe didn't quite love. Um, some things that you might consider weaknesses or the ways that you deal with stress and uncertainty. So what were some of those things that popped up for you? So what were some of the strengths and what were some of the weaknesses? What skills did you put to use? I want you to think about that. What did you actually um, leverage in order to get through all of those challenges that were thrown your way? But then what other skills did you develop? What were the things that you didn't have 
a year ago? What were the things that you never thought you would have to do and you were able to do it? So to really, really build out that list. Now, if you're not a list person, a really great way to do this is to write yourself a fun, fictitious cover letter. Let's say you're applying to the year 2021. What would you say in your cover letter that's going to make you the best candidate to get through 2021? We know it's not going to be back to things business as usual, but what are the things you're going to put on that cover letter that are going to make you successful at navigating 2021? Who is going to hire you for, for getting through that? And I think that's a really fun way to, uh, to start to think about those skills that you now have that maybe you didn't have a year ago. When I look for me back at this year, what are some of the things that I learned about myself? Uh, I learned definitely that I'm a good connector a good networker. Because one of the things that I got a lot of really positive feedback on was the community of gap year professionals that I was able to bring together. All of these folks needed a place to come together to talk about the challenges and struggles that they were having, and they needed a place. And that was something that was really that I was able to provide for them. I saw a need, and I actioned on it, and I moved forward, and I created a space for them. So I learned that that is a strength that I have, being able to connect people. Another thing that I learned is that I have limits. Um, This year has really, really tested that, that I can't do all things. I can't be everything to everyone. And I've learned that I have to respect those limits because otherwise things start shutting down. Balls start to drop. um, People get disappointed. I disappoint myself. And so I learned very clearly that there are boundaries that I have within myself. And I learned how to step in and how to respect those boundaries. So I'm curious if that's something that you learned about yourself too. What were your boundaries? What were your limits that you learned? And how did you learn to set the limits and those boundaries? And how did you learn to observe them? Now, moving away from what you learned about yourself, I I want you to also think about what you learned about the world. So not necessarily globally, uh, but maybe about your community, about your family, um, about this country, about this, this world as a whole, as we all navigate this global pandemic together. What did you learn about the world? What things did you think were true that were really shaken up? So what do you know to be true now about the world that maybe a year ago wouldn't be necessarily true? What assumptions about the world do you have that were shattered? So for me, one of my assumptions was, well, we're in this global pandemic and there is uh, like universities moving online and this is the best time to take a gap year. So my assumption was that everyone would take want to take a gap year this year. And that assumption was very rudely broken when everyone applied to university. I shouldn't say everyone, that's not true. When a good chunk of people applied to university anyways, and they were prepared to take their studies online. Um, That was a shock for me because I thought everybody would have the same value system that I would in terms of getting the traditional first year experience and getting all of the on-campus and in-person learning experiences that I value so strongly. So it was a good reminder for me that people have different value systems and that a gap year isn't going to be the answer for everyone. 
um, despite of my life's work where I think everybody should take a gap year, but that's not going to be the path for everyone. And part of that was that not everybody knows about the gap year pathway. So those were some key learnings for me about what's happening in the, in the world around me and some things that I've learned about the world now that I didn't necessarily know a year ago. The last thing I want you to think about in this is what did you learn about your people? Now, if you're into this, you might have seen it online where there was a mom that would always say, in the face of tragedy, look for the heroes. So when there is a fire, look for the people who are pulling people out of the fire. When there is a terrible mass shooting, who is there helping out? Who are the heroes? Who are the, who are the helpers? And so I want you to look into your life and see who stepped up to support you, whether they knew it or not. Who was there to help you on this crazy journey that we call 2020? And I want you to spend some time to write them a thank you card. They may not necessarily know what they've done for you. It could be as small as reaching out with a phone call or sending you a DM or continually posting their own journey on Instagram that you've followed and it's and it's meant so much to you but you never reached out. I want you to spend some time to send a note or send a thank you card or DM them and let them know that something that they've done has really helped you on your journey. Uh, because I think it's important that we recognize that that we have a community and we need a community. And that community looks a little bit different when we can't meet face to face in the way that we usually do. But who are those people? Was it a teacher that was able to ground you? Was it a family member who was constantly there or maybe somebody who even just gave you space when you needed space? But who were the heroes in your life? Who were the ones that really stepped up for you this year? Now, the final stage, we've already done the what and the so what. Now we're going to move into the now what. And this is really about making an action plan for moving forward. And it's not about picking those concrete things that you're going to do in 2021. It's not even necessarily about setting goals for yourself. But what I want you to do is look at all of those things that you learned about yourself and about the world, and I want you you to think about how you can apply that moving forward. So think about what 2021 will look like. What can you apply? What can you do that will help you to feel more positive about whatever 2021 is going to throw at you? Now, I think goal setting this year is going to be, I don't want to say a little bit fruitless, but a challenge because we know this upcoming year is also going to be filled with uncertainty. So setting goals that we may be not able to achieve might be detrimental to us. So what I want you to do for this now what is think about what skills are you going to leverage and what are you going to, how are you going to apply the strengths By leveraging this year's experiences, how can you have a more pleasurable experience in 2021 when we are thrown all of those curveballs? This upcoming year is still going to be hard. It's still going to be uncomfortable. But what I want you to do is I want you to come at it from a place of this experiential learning cycle where you know that you're going to have experiences, you're going to learn something about yourself and the world, And then you're going to be able to apply that learning to all the things that are coming at you in the future. 
So that's where I want you to end this reflection is to think about how are you going to continue to grow and move through all the challenges of 2021 with more awareness of your strengths, more awareness of your community, and more awareness of how you have grown and changed and evolved as a person because of all of these experiences. So there you have it, the three steps to the Kolb experiential learning cycle condensed down into what, so what, and now what. And if you can move yourself through those three phases of identifying what happened, what does that mean for you, and then how are you going to apply that learning to the rest of your life, you're going to be a superstar when it comes to navigating 2021. So as we wrap up this year, I wish you a wonderful end to 2020, and I want you to take this time to reflect back to see how far each and every one of you has come. It really truly is something to celebrate, and it's something that is going to make you even more able to handle whatever 2021 is going to bring us. I want to leave you this year with just a simple word of encouragement that I am proud of you for making it this far. No matter what your journey has looked like this year, I really want to acknowledge that you have done incredible things surviving this year. And I am so excited to see how you tackle 2021.